Hello and welcome to episode 181 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Not bad. I just pull my headphones out in excitement. It's <laughs> like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just buzzing, man. I'm just off the rails already. <laughs> That's a great start. Um, yeah, no, I, this is going to be an exciting show. Um, we have a lot to get through this week. Um, we have our first cinema release to discuss. Um which is going to be an interesting one. We do. Um, but then later on, we have a lot of TV to talk about. We had a, some uh, some shorter conversations about some TV that we've now watched a bit more of, so we can kind of dive in a bit deeper, um, which is going to be very fun. Um, but first, there is some news. Um, yes. There is only one news story this week, and my <laughs> God, it is a banger. It's um, a doozy. I have never been more excited to talk about the news. Um so for people that don't know, we talked about Saw last week. Um, I brought it up as I always do. And um, yeah. what was your what was your guess? Yeah. So basically, just a quick backstory that I think about Saw so much that it somehow bled into my dreams slash nightmares, and a a vision of a title came to me um, because, as we know, uh, or for people that don't know, Saw Nine, which is currently coming out in May this year, doesn't have a title. <laughs> May. Um, yeah. Exactly. Which which of course, don't forget, was originally brought back uh, forward. Sorry, six months to not coincide with Halloween, um, which is brilliant. But uh, so yeah, so I was like, what is the worst title? And obviously, Saw returns was the title that came to me in my vision um mm-hmm. you came up with the Mine rather was, great yeah saw the last ride yeah which i think you may have trumped me for a worse title there um yeah. but, I, I mean i had until this new story yeah, broke until Lionsgate were like hold my beer um yeah. because so this reported last week and it kind it's of real. it was on reddit and stuff and then bloody disgusting posted it and then within a day they took it down um so we'll discuss that in a sec but kind of i'm just going to read what their initial story was first um which of course has since been taken down um so yeah bloody disgusting reported and this is uh via reddit and we'll talk about that in a sec the the title of the movie how exciting <laughs> right we actually know the title of, of the next saw movie Hell yeah can't wait what's it gonna be is it saw nine <laughs> is it jigsaw two um, last ride come on the working title um so just like when they were you know in production uh was the organ donor um so some people thought maybe that was going to be it or like saw colon the organ donor or anything like that um sorgan donor yeah exactly now they went a different route um so the full title that's being reported um is spiral colon from the book of saw i love it <sighs> which it's just like my my initial instinct when I saw it was I just I was genuinely laughing out loud for about a couple of minutes um, because it's so bad and obviously it was a joke last week us talking about trying to come up with these funny bad titles for a Saw movie I couldn't we could have never we could have done a we could have done a podcast for six hours and we would never have come up anything as close to this um, oh, it's incredible from the book of Saw yeah. yeah. What on earth does that mean? Like, that has no reverence to any of the previous eight movies. There is no, to my knowledge, anyway, a book of sort. I (laughs) clearly now know what this film is. Go for it. It's They've they've turned Saw into the uh, Crypt Keeper, and Mm. it's now going to be an anthology where Jigsaw hosts an anthology of uh, movies, this one called Spiral, uh, from the Book of Saw. Mm. So Jigsaw's going to introduce it. You know, he's in his red cloak, uh, starts reading the little story, and we jump in a spiral. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst idea I've heard. Um, but uh, literally what's going to happen. 
Yeah, so this whole thing is a mess, really. So it stems from Reddit (laughs) (laughs) looking up um, what the title was. And so this all comes from the apparent Canadian distributor for the movie, um, Mongrel Media's website, which which is still up and you can still click on it, where it Mm. says it's credited as an upcoming movie coming out in May, directed by Darren Lynn Bosman, starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, and that is the title that they have. Um, There's also more credence to it because now when you look back on the production of kind of when they first announced it, the kind of on-set imagery, the the spiral has been everywhere. Um, Of course, the whole spiral that's mostly, at least to me anyway, with the Saw franchise, like on the cheeks of the doll on uh, Billy. Yeah, Um, There's there's been spirals all along. Do you think they're going to rename all the ones before Spiral? Like when they're going to do like a Blu-ray re-release of the franchise? When they got to Jigsaw and they realized they needed to break away from that name for whatever reason, like Jigsaw definitely made perfect sense. And, And Spiral, just as a concept as well, I can see for sure um i don't necessarily agree with it because i do like the word saw being in there but then that, i think that's where they came kind of came to it being like shit we need the word saw in there as well mm-hmm. um and that's where i'm so confused again maybe the narrative of the movie would explain why it's called the book of saw um even just book of saw would kind of be like oh okay i get saws in there and i'm now intrigued but like it's just it's a very mouthy title that doesn't make any sense. I mean, when you start just getting like colons and shit, I mean, no one, no one wants punctuation. <laughs> well, it's just you know? like, it just becomes so convoluted, doesn't it? Because now we're being introduced to, we don't already know what Spiral is. We don't know what Book of Saw is. It's, I think it muddies the waters really for casuals because I don't even know if a lot of people that just like Saw movies would even look at this and be like, wait, is this a Saw film? Um, mm. Based upon that title anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be the the puppet's you know, face on yeah. every poster that will be the Spiral image that will, mm. that will get people in bums on seats. So yeah so it's um <clears throat> I, I, just, obviously... I just pray to god it's a real title <laughs> i really it, don't oh, i do obviously what's interesting is that like this was on reddit and then obviously bloody disgusting reported it as the news and then they deleted it within a day and obviously mm. all of the kind of evidence that was out there is still out there um regardless of whether you want to believe these these leaks or not and so you, the reason starts to become of well why would a website as big as them take it down and i think the simple answer is Lionsgate contacted him and was like, look, you're going to get the official reveal <laughs> of the title slash trailer when we're ready to show it. We're just not ready to show it yet. Mm. Um, so I think what definitely watch this space. Obviously, we're talking about this all right now as we're recording. But the brilliant thing about the show is that usually by the time you guys get it, <laughs> it's probably already going to be out there with a full five minute trailer. Um, <laughs> At this point, I kind of feel like I want to start trying to just come up with things that I want to happen next week. Oh, well, I did that for sure. Like that was the yeah. only reason why I brought up a quiet place. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to see, uh, obviously, this stuff as well was just funny. But yeah, like <sighs> I don't know what else to say about this story. Really, it's equally Nothing, hilarious. Man. It's depressing. Um, I'm excited that we're actually hearing stuff about it because obviously, <laughs> like the whole reason why we brought this up was because it was so cold. There is literally nothing. Mm. I was able to find one screenshot, actually, of Chris Rock in the movie, um, which people found yeah, a few mate. weeks ago, um, which has also been like they've taken it down as well from Twitter. So the whole thing is just bizarre. Like, I don't know why they're being so secretive about it. Um, Man, it those Lion Gates police are really just taking out a lot of people right now. On the <laughs> yeah. I know. What's the problem, man? Like, they they just know to... that they've got this special, special script, mm. special cast. They know that this movie is going to be big. You know? Yeah, why would you want anyone to do your marketing for yeah. you and talk about your movie that yeah. they're clearly excited to see? Yeah, I remember um, remember when Force Awakens was coming out and like 
there was like that drone footage of the Falcon and stuff and like <laughs> and like the Disney police was just like massacring people to stop it getting on the web. Like that's basically the same thing. Like it's basically you know, the same, yeah. This yeah. is basically Star Wars returning. Yeah. Um I mean that's that's you know, that's what I think. People have always said Saw is the Star Wars of the horror genre. Um Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it should have been called Star Wars colon Saw. <laughs> may as well be. Like it's just I don't even Saw know what space. to add. Um, at this point, it's just weird, isn't it? It's funny. It's I'm, hilarious. I'm a little bit disappointed because I felt like that bit on our podcast had legs. Where <laughs> yeah. Each week we could have guessed the name, and then they just shat all over it after week one. I'm glad Listen. we got in a good week of it. Well, the thing is, it's not over. Um, but we could <laughs> like the problem is, is that they've trumped us all now <laughs> by yeah. coming up with such a bad title. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. That's that's it, really. I don't yeah. think there's anything more to add. We, no. will, I'm sure, this is going to be this is going to be an ongoing story. So yeah, strap in, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it for news. Literally, like I say, we've got a lot of TV to talk about later on. So should we just mm. get into this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about the Grudge. Yeah, so they made another. They made another grudge movie. <laughs> they did. What? What more should we say about that? <laughs> I mean, is I was just more? trying to think, like, how many goddamn grudge movies they are. Yeah. I mean, there, there were let's, three. Let's just try and think off the top of our head. Like, I definitely saw one, which is obviously the the American remake. Yeah. Um, with Sarah Michelle Gellar was in it. Yeah. And yeah. then did she return for? She a returned for the sequel don't know if i saw that and then and there was it. a there third anyone? one there wow. was a third one that There's had no way she did that synergy it had um amanda what's her name shawnee oh shawnee smith yeah she was Which... in it Ha, huh, that's crazy grudge three yeah wow. i don't know what they did after that um i think that was it right um for the for the kind of u.s um versions um, yeah and obviously, you know um i don't even know what overseas kind of versions there's been uh, obviously the uh the original ring, one yeah ring versus grudge lady was the uh was the shutter release what last year or the year before yeah it was a couple of years ago yeah, i didn't yeah. watch that that was rough <laughs> yeah okay yeah. That, that's that's gonna be fun then we can um we can see which one's uh worth more time this movie oh, or that movie I mean, I didn't have to, like, go out of my way on a Saturday <laughs> night to watch that oh, film. Don't, don't spoil your opinion, bro. I you haven't know, even you, synopsized this movie you can watch it. You can watch that film on a phone in five-minute increments, as it was intended by the filmmakers. So. <laughs> it was like, I know people like critters in a five-minute binge. Let's, let's try and make a grudge movie exactly. like they were, that. They were then, ahead of their time, man. Yeah. I know. I've always, it, said, how I've, always, it, I've always How does everyone watch Game of Thrones? They watch it on their phone in five-minute increments. So yeah, no, I've always, I've always said that about critters. <laughs> You know, head of their time. Exactly. Everyone's going to be traveling in Critterballs soon. Like, <laughs> everyone thought it was going to be hoverboards. This is a great review what? for The Grudge 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to, like, digress as much yeah. as I can. I'll talk about this goddamn movie. Yeah, so, so the, the grudge... backstory is that this is our first cinema release of the year. Yes. Off. We have seen, yes. we've so far we've talked seen... about three movies that have all been awesome. Yeah, we've seen three bangers thus far. Yeah. And uh, I was pretty pumped to be back in the cinema. I was. I was. I was pretty. I, I. I was like excited to see a grudge movie, and then I remember the Ring movie from last mm. year or the year before. Um, 
but I really dug like the the Ring and Grudge American versions back in yeah. the day. Um, hate me if you want, but I did, and um, kind of thought to myself, okay, well, I have no like, you know, no care about the history or anything like that. Like if they just come and give me a grudge movie as opposed to one of these other kind of haunting movies, I could I could be down for that. So I was like somewhat thinking this could be okay. You know, it's got it's got a cast. Mm. You know, um, obviously, uh, oh God, what is it? Uh, John Cho yeah. um, is the kind of most notable cast member for me because obviously, yeah. uh, what was the movie he did? Searching. We didn't do, yeah, Searching. Did we, we didn't do a show. No, on we it didn't again, do a show, did but it's incredible. But it was such a good movie from last year. Um, and so, you know, he's been in a few things recently. So I was kind of, um, you know, down for him in it. Um, and so, yeah, going into this, I had a little bit of excitement. I don't know where you were at. Yeah, I was the same where, like, the the movie and the trailers in, in particular didn't grab me, but it was very much a, oh, okay, we're kicking 2020 off. It's been really good films. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited to see stuff on the big screen again because it's all been on-demand stuff, even though, like, it's been a shame because obviously a lot of people have got to see stuff like The Lighthouse um, and Parasite on the big screen. Mm. Um, and obviously Parasite's still coming out, and I think The Lighthouse might finally be coming out this yeah, Friday we, we the Yeah, we almost have a listing for it in our local cinema. Yeah, which I don't trust at all. No. Um, but yeah but one thing i will add as well is did you see the director of this movie um because we have covered one of his movies before which is actually interesting because it's probably one of the most divisive films we've seen for us um if i remember correctly you have to correct me if i'm wrong but uh so the movie his debut movie was the eyes of my mother oh Um, yeah which we like that one yeah so you quite liked it i'm not sure how much i know you i remember you liking it i remember really not liking that movie um so, yeah, I, I liked it like a decent amount. Mm. Um, I remember kind of, you know, it, it had like a really interesting start to it and an interesting kind of premise as the movie kind of got going. And then yeah. it kind of, that fizzled away towards the end and it kind of left things not particularly where I wanted it. But definitely like, you know, it, it was a strong opening and kind of, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a complete piece of trash. No, like, like I, even, I didn't. I didn't like it, but I definitely wouldn't describe it as poorly made. Um, no, it no, was just it, not my sort of thing. Yeah, like in, until you said, like uh, I was struggling to remember what it was about initially, but then it came back to me because it was all black and white, wasn't it? Or yeah, mostly. So. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was good, and like um... he's done another movie which we didn't cover um, mm. called Piercing, and oh, okay. that was again very divisive. Where mm. some people, I think I might have even featured on a couple of people's top tens last year. But and some other people were like this is atrocious but again like (laughs) with horror that's kind of the thing isn't it really everyone's favorite thing or the the least favorite thing ever yeah Um, so like he does have at least two noteworthy movies behind him but obviously i don't know too much about pearson so i can't speak on that but eyes of my mother was extremely indie um and to then make like another grudge movie and it's it's sony pictures ladies and gentlemen um strap in yeah so you know that stuff behind it never speaks well (laughs) for a horror movie and you always wonder like how these kind of indie guys when they take on these bigger films like how is that going to translate um and that's something that i don't think we've seen too much for 
the show in general um in the short time that we've done it because that was something that i remember the my main example would be pascal lauger i kind of when he came off martyrs he mm. was just like he was clearly going to hollywood and he was attached to so many different projects um and he made the tall man is the movie yeah. i think the name of it which yeah. again is not a terrible movie no. but it, it stunk of here's a creative guy stuck in an uncreative place mm. and and he just couldn't get his ideas Rob zombie man exactly yeah i was gonna say like we've seen this in the horror genre yeah from the obviously like there. lights lights out um was a big one that obviously was a really successful short and yeah. then the, the kind of the director just from that short got to make it into a fe- feature so suddenly he was given a load of money mm. and his suddenly three minute short had to become a feature yeah, I'm um, not sure who like yeah. the producers or production company was with that one, but obviously yeah, it's not. Sony. <laughs> usually, if it's just getting a bit more money, that's not usually the problem. But it's very much like we see these guys that make indie movies that then get put into these production companies that mm. just don't suit them. And I think Pascal Lager is a perfect example because he did that and he was frustrated. And then since then, he's kind of broke free again. And obviously, he's gone back to making independent horror movies again. Yeah. And he's been so successful with that. So this is an interesting one because yeah, mm. this is this guy's first kind of big thing that he's been attached yeah. to um so yeah, yeah. i mean i guess of interesting um, stuff going into this movie is the yeah. is the movie actually interesting let's find out uh no so <laughs> um, so this movie um we kind of kick off and we're introduced to um i don't i don't remember the character's name nor do i remember any uh, care about mm. any of them but basically no. she um is i don't know whether she's a nanny or whether she's like a house um maid or whatever but for a um family where, whereabouts are the grudge movie set uh, it's in tokyo i was gonna say tokyo yeah, yeah. and the house and, and it's instantly recognizable as the grudge house from yeah. kind of you know the, the the old movies and kind of basically she is quitting her job and has a little bit of grudgy stuff happen at the start of movie and uh flies back to America land to get away from the curse. But um, as we find out in this movie, once the curse has found you, it won't let you go and mm. your house will become grudge. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's the rest of the movie. Grudge house, mm. the haunting part three. Uh, I'm not willing to not size any more than that, bro. I'm sorry. That's all, that's all you get in this week. I think that's all the script, right? I really thought of, to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah yeah um so i guess going into it a little bit more this uh, because instantly i want to get into my frustrations and the biggest frustration i have with this movie is that this movie is not one movie this movie is three uh really poorly made movies so the kind of we get introduced to kind of two or three different different characters um we get we get introduced to kind of um, Lin Shay while she's living in the house. We get introduced to John Cho while he is a realtor just selling the house, and we kind of get introduced to our detective, who's kind of just moved there in kind of that's our current timeline, and she's just moved there and discovering the curse of the Grudge House, and it's basically <clears throat> as she's kind of reading up on it, we start to have flashbacks of these other three storylines so effectively we get like three short movies um and it was almost like um i honestly feel like what happened is is that they tried to make a grudge movie three times and all three times it failed and in the end they decided to splice it together because it's almost like we have these three movies that have all of the horror movie stuff 
that's not horror movie and that they seem to forget to put the horror into it. So we just have all these characters that are just having these pointless conversations talking about things that we haven't really seen and doesn't really get to happen. And when stuff does happen, it mostly happens off camera. We get like a few jump scares and the rest of the movie is just this kind of, you know, unearthing of this haunting of a house, which is the most uninteresting thing ever. This detective is just mindlessly doing nothing and just reading about things and slowly getting little grudge encounters. And we just slowly get spoon fed these three backstories, which first and foremost, I hate because we know the, um, we know what happens to each character. Uh, Mm. You know, mild spoiler alert. She's a homicide detective. Um, Like, so we, we pretty much like know the fate of two thirds of this story and so then the only story that we're left with is by far the most uninteresting of three uninteresting stories. Um, and so, yeah, it just, this movie frustrated the hell out of me. I was bored out of my mind. Mm. Um, the, the, the thing that, I, the, that annoyed me most about watching this movie in the cinema is that I couldn't get my phone out to just look <laughs> at something because this movie did not deserve my full attention. Yeah. Um, it didn't grip me in the slightest. Um, I noticed that both of us were just checking our watches like multiple times, trying to figure out how much longer we had left of this trash. Yeah. And one of the funniest things that I've had happen, well, two funny things in the cinema, is that we must have heard four or five audible yawns during the movie, <laughs> yeah. which was incredible. Like, I've and not never like had like that. over the top ones either. Like, just genuinely, no, just, naturally, just genuine, like that bored. Genuine yawns that were happening mm. to people around us. And then um, I don't know if you noticed, but we had the f- for the first time ever someone swear at the cinema screen as they left the cinema, mm. <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Like yeah. someone just swearing at the cinema screen and saying "f you" to the cinema screen to hope yeah. that that feedback gets back to the Sony, you know. <laughs> and and I was just like, wow, I've never seen people that angry that they start swearing at the cinema screen before. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I feel like that's as much of a review as I need to give. Like that guy's review pretty much nails it. Yeah. Yeah, like this this movie is unbelievably bad. Um, mm. the, the only positive is that if you need something to put you to sleep, I would highly recommend this because I had uh, had a coffee before I'd left the house. Mm. I was drinking a coffee in the cinema and I was and, still, my eyes well, were getting heavy and I was like, can I get a, a power nap to get through? Yeah, and a Red Bull. <laughs> I was like, can I have a, a power nap to get through this film? Um, yeah. Because I'm with you. This movie felt so long. Nothing mm. happened. It's the cardinal sin of this, this incredibly boring movie and what i will say is that i think this movie is an absolute mess and i don't just mean it in the sense of is this movie bad which it absolutely is this movie is like a broken mess of a film and the only way i can compare it to is like in video games when it just doesn't work um Mm. like you get good games you get bad games you genuinely get video games that don't run they crash you cannot physically play the video game and that's what you don't get that obviously in movies because you just sit there and watch it but it felt like my brain was breaking trying to decipher this mess of a movie where i was like how did this get on a big screen in front of me where I had to pay money to watch this film? Because it's so poorly made in every single avenue. Um, from top well, to like bottom, say, this movie it's, is just a hot mess. Completely. It's almost like people made three movies, um, you know, three versions of The Grudge and all of them didn't work. And they suddenly was like, hang on a second, we've got Lin Shay and we've got John Cho. And like, we can't just ignore their, mm-hmm. you know, they're like names. We can't just scrap it. We're going to have to just try to hodgepodge something together. And like, it was like they made the parts of the movie 
where, you know, the characters are kind of talking and coming to terms with things and moving into a house and all of that stuff, you know, like the happy part of the horror movie before it all kicks off. And then Mm. the kind of explaining what is going on after it kicks off a little bit and we don't get any of the horror stuff. And I was just, it, it, it just blew my mind. Um, the, the thing that was, um, most egregious about it as well. Well, not most, but one of the things that really irked me as well is the, just the use of these terrible, cheap jump scares with the kind of grudge character mm. that, um, almost makes no sense in this movie because our characters are basically just being haunted by ghosts of the people that died in that house. Mm. And then every now and then you see the grudge girl and you're like, well, she didn't even bloody die there. Like what's she got to do with any of this? Not everyone even gets attacked um, just in that house either, which is a real no. weird thing to me when one character does just go out and murder someone not in that house. And then yeah. it's never, it's never explained where that crime took place. <clears throat> is never referenced again, which is another house. Um, mm it's like they forgot the one rule of this movie mm. is that like there's so yeah, much this house is grudge <laughs> that's your that's that should have been on the board like yeah they said it enough in the film um, oh jesus christ yeah we're, we're we're referencing one of the worst lines slash line deliveries i think we've ever seen in a movie uh, 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 and... no 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 i'm creating <laughs> one of the a new best. category for year end <laughs> best line uh, because this is line of the this year this house is grudge yeah is amazing um, i nearly <laughs> lost my shit in this cinema because they said this line once where there's kind of like this character that's gone insane and he's in prison and they're yeah, like you can barely going hear on? what he's saying anyway he's because been, he's got so much yeah. like prosthetics on his face yeah it doesn't really sink um, in the first time and so he says this house is grudge and i kind of like the scene ended and my brain <laughs> took about 20 seconds to be like did he just say this house is grudge <laughs> i'm like are they using grudge in that tense like in that and then And I kind of like laughed, but the moment had gone and I'd gone Mm. to like some other mundane, boring thing that had sent me back in my coma. And then kind of right towards the end of the movie, she's having kind of like a couple of these weird, like flashbacky things in her head. And he pops up again and says, this house is grudge. And I lost my mind. (laughs) I honestly thought I I was, I was in absolute hysterics trying to keep it together because I'd have been like everyone else in the cinema that's yawning is going to be like, who's this psychopath? They're just (laughs) laughing their head off. But I was in a bad place, man. Yeah, I, I don't know how I came back from it. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's probably the most I've want you know laughed in a cinema. Like, yeah. you know, I'll give them that. I mean, that's genuinely um, the thing about this movie is that I think it's overall it's completely broken. It's mm-hmm. incredibly dull. It makes no sense. <clears throat> it has no interest in characters or plot. And then it does the cardinal sin of it's not only is it boring, there is genuinely laugh out loud moments. And this isn't just us being like, oh, my God, we just want to shit on this movie because we're not those type of people at all. It is genuinely so bad that I'm trying yeah. to hold in the laughter because for some reason I'm showing this movie any level of respect, which it clearly doesn't show me as a viewer. Yeah. Um, and so. So like it's it's so bad and we were genuinely having the conversation weren't we when we left the cinema of what is the worst movie that we've seen on the big screen for the show mm. um and this is up there yeah. for sure this yeah is in that i can't think of a movie that that was the worst you know worse than this because even like you know we talk about like the ring movie you know there's a good comparison to be had mm. by that you know they're very similar franchises kind of these these um, J-horror movies that were massive um, and then suddenly came across to America and they're like, what was it, like late 90s, I guess, early 2000s? Mm-hmm. Early 2000s, probably. Um, and were massive. And I loved the Americanization of The Ring and The Grudge, like I said. Um, both had a few sequels and kind of tailed off and then obviously The Ring coming back and that movie was 
you know, it's almost now like looking back at it, I'm like, it was hot garbage, mm. but I would watch that a million times before I have to watch this one once more. Oh yeah, it was way better. Than um, <laughs> you know, it had way much more going on. It just, it just didn't quite deliver on it. Whereas yeah. this didn't connect a single dot. You know, there, there really is. There's nothing of this movie where I'm like. It, it it never it never got going. It never it started in a terrible place and it never picked up from there. There's not one part of this movie that I that gives me like a spark of hope that there mm. could have been a good movie from it. Um and like you say, I really I really hate being this negative on a movie because, you know, we're pretty pumped to be back in the cinema and um you know, it just it just destroyed me having to watch this, to be honest. Yeah, it, it was it, it completely deflated me after we kind of hit the ground running this year. Yeah, it was a shame. It's one that we're just going to have to move on from rather quickly, really, and not like linger on it in the coming weeks. But it was, it was so disappointing for all those reasons, like you've said. And I think that obviously we discussed the director at the start of this, and mm. it is a. I think it's a massive shame because this isn't to me another one of those cases of a guy who's just. It's difficult, man. When you make an indie movie that people like, but then it's not going to make any goddamn money, and you get a deal from you know a big company with a yeah. with a property that maybe he likes. I genuinely have no idea, but like you feel like, oh, okay, maybe I can do something here. And what's crazy is he was involved with the screenplay and the story of this, which is just like it boggles my mind. Like, was oh, this no. genuinely just a a pay packet? Like, I don't want to accuse him of that, but I genuinely don't see again as someone who I didn't like the movie that we saw. But this is we're talking about two different things here man like this is genuinely a broken mess of a movie that no one mm. should watch i just didn't like eyes of my mother i still respected <clears> the story <throat> yeah, exactly. the film craft of that movie and there's none of that in here and i just wonder no. how much is to blame of these and again we've teased around it but like sony pictures um history of horror is dog shit um to say the least especially recent yeah yeah like i genuinely would have to look it up and be like is there anything that they put their name on that i even think is remotely like recommend worthy because it, it genuinely feels like you go, oh, here we go. You 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 take that gulp in when you see that logo mm. before a horror movie. Oh, and I, I do think that do. this movie, to me, perfectly sums up their releases of this is what they think of the horror audience. They, they don't give a shit about making a good film. They want to get that quick buck because they see these big movies. And this movie has made a decent amount of money. It's not a massive hit, but it's certainly not a flop by any means either. And so mm. from that sense, I'm like, yeah, sure. I bet a bunch of idiots slapped it up and they're, and they're happy with that. And I think that... The movie stinks of that all over. It doesn't feel like it's oh, made really from does. a nice place. It's just filled with these really cheap, benign jump scares, which is what the entire movie is, with no no actual rhyme or reason for any of the horror scenes. It's just like, oh, here's a creepy hand on someone's shoulder. Right, next scene. Oh, there was someone in a window. Did you catch that? Right, next hmm. scene. Here's someone oh, making that weird oh, clicking noise. Um, it's genuinely just like... Everything that I think horror fans love is not in this movie. It's actually the ap- absolute opposite of like, you will feel like you're belittled as a horror fan if you watch this movie. It was my biggest takeaway. And I think that's Definitely. like the most scathing thing I can say about it, but it's absolutely true. Um, one thing I will add is that you mentioned that John Cho is in this movie. Um, mm. I, felt, I felt so sorry for him um, yeah, because he's too. so he's so great. And there are moments, him and uh, Betty Gilpin is, is the couple and she's brilliant as well. And there was like the first time you introduced them as a couple, that was mm. the only time I felt anything in this entire movie <clears throat> was when we get introduced them and the kind of their actual story and their struggles. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually interesting. And then they just shit the bear. They don't explain any of it. They go away from it. They're, they're, the, they're the characters that are in the movie the least is screen time out of everyone as well and i was like my god these are the best two actors in this movie by an absolute mile and like what you said i think it speaks of the maybe that was a movie at some point that was going to be expanded upon and it was just like it was cut up and just 
chucked yeah, in. That's just what it feels like where they just kind of had all these ideas that didn't quite happen and they just mm. kind of kept trying to rework it and in the end just made these things together because it really felt like so incoherent where these different things were going on and would have these weird jumps and like I didn't like there were there were a few times in the movie I was confused um and it pretty much like the first time it jumped like it didn't really explain that it had gone back in time and I was, no, like, I was like hang on like what and yeah, and there was just yeah, so because, many characters. Like, the first time, like what you said, the, the first time you see that couple that I just mentioned, they, mm. they give you the time card that it's in the past. Then we go back to our detective or whatever. Then we go back to the couple again, and I was like, oh, okay, are we are we seeing the couple now post like the pregnancy issues? Are we going to yeah. see them with like a young child or whatever? But then no, you're just seeing that timeline again, yeah. <laughs> but but cut up. And it's, <clears throat> it is very incoherent, isn't it? Like you struggle. This movie's like unnecessarily convoluted for what it should be. Like it shouldn't be this like hard to tackle as a yeah. viewer because it's ultimately a very limited story of just this ghost that haunts houses <laughs> you know, know that's all it is at the end of the day um the ending in particular as well like, i don't even care to spoil it not that it makes any difference but one i think it's hilarious the ending of this movie i've never been in a cinema and had that reaction to a yeah, film i was i was so confused and i'm almost certain that there was probably something else that happened but <laughs> I mean, they they gave me the out. They started to roll credits on the screen, so I was getting the fuck out of there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I felt in the cinema, where people were genuinely like, I paid money, and and my God, I've committed this much. I need to see this whole story, but also get me the hell out of this room. Um, And that's what I felt, where I was like, wait, wait, is the movie over? Is the movie over? Right, I'm gone, I'm gone. I didn't see it. Like, it was, the ending is preposterous. You know, relatively spoiler-free, I guess, if you really care at this point. It doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) But like, you know, we get this kind of like stupid jump scare that that finished things off. And then the movie just kind of like cuts to outside of the house after this jump scare Mm. and then credits roll and the screen never goes to black. Credits are just playing over the house with no sound. And they forgot to put an ending track on the film. (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't understand. Like, it must be that there was something else going to happen. But I just really didn't give a shit. I had to get out of there. Yeah, like I had better things to do, like try to validate my parking. Yeah, honestly. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough. I think it's I think it's time to move on because we yeah. we I just feel myself getting angry. Yeah, recommendations wise, I can't recommend this in any avenue whatsoever. No. Um, even if you remotely have any inkling towards a grudge movie, just do yourself a favor and do not watch this. Yeah. Um, it's. <clears throat> a complete and utter waste of time and energy. And even if you somehow get to see this on a, on a streaming service that you already pay for in the future, there are anything else better than this. If, if there is nothing better than this movie on the streaming service, yeah, cancel that live. streaming service. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, cancel it. <laughs> yeah. Th- this movie is, is awful and no one should ever watch it. Like we have, we have definitely, uh, you know, taking one for the team here, guys, just yeah, don't do it. And, sure. uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, quickly, is the other movie worse or similar or more watchable? The other movie? Yeah, the the one on Shudder. Oh, the, oh yeah, the, uh, the Grudge vs. Ring. That, that was yeah. better than this, for sure. Okay. Um, 
there was at least a couple of scenes because you have some ring stuff and yeah, like ring the whole, stuff they, is cool. they find the tape and you're like oh what's going on here and they copy it and then like it it falls apart completely like i think a lot of those movies do unfortunately mm. like they never really know how to end i think those movies in particular the rings mm. ones of like yeah. the second someone watches the tape and then they have the seven days and they're trying to figure out the curse that that stuff's all interesting when you get to the conclusion of it the only viable conclusion for me is they die <laughs> but yeah, you can't exactly. have that as the yeah. film you have to come up with some like weird back and forth fight which i don't think ever works um but uh yeah no that the shutter one is hands down better than this but you shouldn't okay. watch that either <laughs> okay i'll, I'll be both as well <laughs> um but yeah that was our discussion on the grudge we will take a short break and we will be right back So yeah, we mentioned obviously at the top of the show, a bit of television. Mm. There's been a lot of TV on. Um, mm-hmm. You you had discussed Dracula last mm. week, um, mm. which I hadn't watched at that point, but I have now seen the first two episodes okay. um, of Free. And yeah. Uh, yeah, for people that don't know, this was obviously on BBC in the UK um, and is coming or might already be on Netflix in other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, just look up BBC Dracula is how you'll find out yeah. the one we're talking about, the 2020 Dracula um but uh yeah kind of the it's from the creators of sherlock the writers in particular and um mm-hmm. has that exact same format of three hour and a half episodes so like yeah God pretty much it. tv movies um yeah which is insane um so yeah this is episode... why we're gonna get rl stein fair street trilogy <laughs> yeah um probably not in cinema though um but uh <laughs> Yeah, so I watched episode one. It was interesting. It was kind of what I expected, um, and especially after the brief conversation we had last week, really, of mm. um, it's way too long, <laughs> way too yeah. long. Um, I will say that once, when it began, and we get introduced to this weird-looking character who's telling the story of yeah. um, him, his experience with Dracula, um, I'm not a, I don't like that storytelling technique in general. Um, I think we even touched upon it a little bit just then in the grudge where yeah. as soon as you're having a character go over their events, yeah. it takes a lot of the impact out of it because you like you say, you know, certain things aren't going to yeah. happen. In that story. I just constantly want to get to real time when they're reacting yeah. in that world they're now in, because I know that they made it that far. Exactly. You know, so like especially because it's him stuff. and Dracula. Yeah. It, there's no other characters. So all of that dialogue, I don't feel any tension because I'm like, he sat right there yeah well He's especially when like actual um there's actual threats towards that character as mm. well um when scary stuff's happening you're like well i know he survives like, i know yeah. that he ends up looking really messed up and so it's interesting to see how he ends up looking that way mm. but other than that it's like yeah i know he survives so, yeah i wasn't a fan of that storytelling device and it really felt like you're prolonging this even more obviously as someone going in already wary of the runtime that was immediately like a this is just a device to string out this this small bit of story because ultimately mm. what it should have been is and what we did see which was interesting was here's this guy he's going to talk to dracula and um again what i will say this is getting like mildly spoilery i should warn up up front um but like when we initially see dracula and it's the way he looks and the way he sounds 
um didn't like that at all um mm. obviously i'd seen like when i click on the goddamn thumbnail and i play like i know what dracula looks like in this show mm -hmm. so i know that he doesn't look like that um so as soon as i saw him i was like oh god he's got this stupid prosthetics on he's doing this like over the top transylvanian accent and it really felt like i was watching like what we do in the shadows um like the comedy vampires um literally with how like over the top and silly his voice oh, was see, i thought you'd get some Charlie manx vibes <laughs> no not a chance <laughs> not a chance um but uh, so that just was so off-putting. And thankfully, the voice changed very quickly. Mm. Um, it was like almost like this weird little Easter egg that they put in there, really. Of like, here's the, the, you know, the traditional Dracula voice, but we're just going to move on from that. Um, I think it was because it was after the first night because he had the yeah, guy's blood. So exactly, could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it made sense storyline-wise. I just yeah. didn't like it because I didn't need to hear it. Um, but uh, yeah, once we got going, it definitely picked up. And uh once we get to he's not telling the story anymore and it's in the present of what was actually happening yeah, so i better. thought the last like 20 minutes this was fantastic uh honestly yeah, it, like, it I, pissed me off because it made me yeah, keep watching it definitely <laughs> it was it was so good it was um we actually get to see dracula we get to see that actor be that character and i thought he was fantastic there's mm. a one scene in particular where he's like uh involved with his wolf i will say i won't say anything mm. more than that oh my um, god and yeah and he's and he's talking to these characters like um across away from them basically that whole mm. scene was amazing the way it was framed the acting was stunning uh, the, the line delivery everything about that i thought was incredible and <clears> i was like my <throat> god awesome and so mm. really enjoyed all of that stuff um and yeah like the the gore in this is really good um yeah. for a tv show as well um i will say there is some ropey looking cgi in in the, both episodes so far yeah um, which is yeah, what you, you get on a you TV get a budget. Bit, yeah but the actual real stuff that they put in there, or the you know the quote unquote real stuff, um, is actually yeah know, the, the practical, practical effects. Are yeah, so the practical good. stuff is great. It's really good. It's really gory. They don't shy away from it. They show you a lot of stuff. Like mm -hmm. there's one bit right at the end, this big reveal with Dracula, and um, literally like the last scene of episode one, and mm. like it is very grotesque what you see on screen. And I thought it was great. It worked super well. And yeah love the way it ended it was a great cliffhanger and so yeah overall it was like i was like god this started off so slow i hated the storytelling device but then once it got going and we actually got dracula i really enjoyed it um and like i say that last 20 minutes was exceptional mm. and it was what i wanted the show to be um so yeah i was very pumped going into episode two um the second episode two kind of started and was like again very slow and mm. was already again uh two characters talking to each other telling us a story that had already happened kind of i was so disappointed um the the, the show doesn't start with the cliffhanger either it does resolve that eventually but like you don't get that for a good 40 minutes of this episode like not exaggerating either mm. it's about 40 minutes in before you actually figure out what's actually happening and going on so that felt like cheap because you, you gave us this awesome cliffhanger and then you're just not going to resolve that you're just going to ignore it so that annoyed me um but yeah, it was it was again like I think a lot of the frustrations I had with episode one was the same with episode two. Really, it, it, there was some really cool stuff at the end, and I think overall it probably was a better episode than episode one. Um, but I still enjoyed the end of episode one more than anything in episode two. Yeah. Sadly, um, so I haven't watched episode three yet, and and the ending of episode two is very interesting. Um, <coughs> and obviously, I've, yeah, I've committed this time now, so I'm definitely going to watch episode three. Yeah. But like it's a, it's a mixed bag isn't it like i see yeah. where you're coming from now when you spoke about it last week um 
Yeah, exactly. I can't give a strong review. I can't give a strong, uh, uh, like, go watch this, you know, um, mm. thumbs up because it is kind of this tentative thing where it sometimes it has real highs and it has real yeah. lows. And when you're talking, th- you know, it's a trilogy of movies you're watching. So mm. at this point, you have to come, you know, I know TV shows are long anyway, but when you've got this shorter episode format, you can kind of knock them out. But like, I couldn't dream of watching one of these episodes in one go. Mm. Um, it doesn't warrant that time. And so, like, I was watching it in super bite-sized chunks, um, pun intended. And, um, yeah, you know, I just feel like it's a massive problem with the structure of the show. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I've I've now seen episode three, and I think um, it's obviously two leaves it in a place that's super interesting. It jumps on that and kind of, unlike episode two, it does kind of pick up pretty much straight away which is really right, good and kind of um <laughs> i was really expecting it to be like hey here's this thing we're not going to explain <clears throat> that until like an hour into episode yeah no, they kind of they kind of go for it and they, they they explore like quite a few different kind of cool things and then um it kind of it did that for maybe like the first half of the episode and there was kind of like two or three of these really interesting threads these kind of funny not funny but kind of um clever kind of almost sarcastic kind of modern day views of things and that sort of thing that I quite Mm. liked and you know all of these kind of different things that they're building upon and then they kind of decided to take it in a direction that um I wasn't super interested in and um it kind of I was like oh you're going for that angle with it and then they then that's the way the, the the kind of series kind of leads into its finale and I didn't I didn't enjoy the the finale like I didn't hate it but it wasn't where I wanted it to go and it felt mm-hmm. just a little bit kind of tepid and a little bit kind of it felt like they were trying to be super poetic and put a lovely bow on it and kind of you know like Sherlock kind of used to do that didn't it where you kind yeah. of got this finale and it was just tied in such a beautiful package that you could watch it as a standalone thing but also kind of want more from it and that's kind of what they tried to do here but it just was really unsatisfying for me and yeah Mm. so it it kind of missed the mark there but i still because of that first half of the episode being so strong like it's just one of these things where it's it's so hot and cold yeah like overall you know i'm glad i watched the show i think bbc putting something out like um like this is massive for us yeah because um you know uh, people that aren't in the uk like it's kind of you know, uh, pretty much our oldest and main kind of TV channel. Uh, yeah, they the don't put channel. they don't put stuff like this out on on TV. Mm. Um, especially this level, well. yeah, this level of violence and their, and gore and everything else. So, like, um, I respect that. And as a, a first punt as well for them, like this was good first punt. Yeah, like you know, I'm comparing it to the you know the other you know channels and streaming platforms that have been doing this for a while and like um you know so yeah i I give them props for that definitely yeah i can definitely see as well like because this did get very well received and i can 100 percent see that like this was viewed by so many people which is great to see and i think that a lot of people who maybe don't see as much like different horror television as us can totally get behind something like this and so yeah i still think it's really interesting like i say i i still enjoyed a lot of it even though i sound quite down on it it's, it's mainly because they just there's so much filler in both episodes especially again episode two um where I, and I said this to you off air that I just they spend so much time 
on these characters who aren't compelling in the slightest and Definitely. they have a major issue in writing characters that are interesting that aren't dracula um yeah. because to me there's none and there's only really one of the character that even has a name that i can say um and so like yeah. that is um just disappointing you know um so definitely. yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the last episode though for sure yeah, yeah i'll talk about yeah. it next week yeah definitely um but uh yeah there was one other show that i did watch as well um mm -hmm. obviously i talked about it a few weeks ago um in watchmen um mm -hmm. i'd only watched two episodes i think when i spoke about it on air mm -hmm. and, and then it got um, yeah kind of um that whole thing that we talked about but uh yeah there was nine episodes in season one i watched about I think I watched like episode three and four. And at that point I was like, I have to just keep watching this cause I can't put it down. Um, I think I watched like the last three or four in a row. And I, this is, this show is incredible. I would highly recommend it to every listener and you, Mike, that I think you have to watch this show. Um, I was absolutely in love with it by the end of it. I think it's absolutely incredible. Um, I've not felt this way watching a TV show, a particular science fiction show since lost. Um, and it, it, it's only one season so of course you don't have that reverence for the characters and mm. like years of love and everything but it reminded me so much of lost in its essence in terms of here's this incredible story that we're telling and occasionally we're going to throw in these insane like what the fuck moments nice. but we're going to somehow tie them all together perfectly and <laughs> that was the problem that obviously a lot of people brought up with lost of mm. here's all this crazy batshit stuff are we ever going to explain it and i have always said that i think they got that unfairly because i think most of the time they explained it yes there are some stuff that they didn't explain which is fair enough but i would say overall i was happy with what they ended up explaining throughout the course of the season of course you had to commit a lot of time and like six years but you got yeah. there whereas this but is like it's show. all of yeah it's all of that though it's all of lost but just contained in this one perfect nice. season of a television show um i adore it i think it's absolutely incredible and it's definitely the best tv i've seen since hill house by far um the acting is exceptional the story is so good and the, and the the part that i definitely don't want to undersell is the level of batshit sci-fi that i think mm. is just on another level yeah, and that's, that's the bit that excites me oh god i've missed that so much because yeah like there's so much interesting stuff going along with its portrayal of police um the whole race relations thing in america is super important throughout the entire season um mm. and it's told in a really good way and it's interesting and entertaining it's not just has a message we're trying to force down your throat um but then also you just get like it's one of those shows, and again, we've lost where this every time an episode started, you don't know what you're going to see on screen for that opening scene because it's just yeah. like, what am I going to see? Like, what part of the world am I going to see? Which characters? What timeline? Like, it's so insane. And the fact that I think he tied it together so beautifully, and there's only really one tiny thing that is a cliffhanger because obviously I said that I think in the news story that some people had said, like, oh, I guess we won't get to know the end of the cliffhanger. Um, mm. It's such a small thing. Like, it's to me, it's like the end of Inception is how I'd compare it to, where it's like, it's a small thing that he put in there that you can kind of talk about. But like, overall, that movie is, you know, it's not like we needed another sequel, did we, to Inception? No, exactly. Um, and that was how I felt at the end of this. If I was like, okay. my God. Yeah, um, nice. So I was blown away by it. And so obviously this was Damon Lindelof's baby um, mm. was like he kind of. And again, I haven't seen the uh, movie from 10 years ago or I've not read any of the graphic novels. No, so no. I don't know if I don't know if any of this stuff is already done or how much he created. But I am going to watch the movie in the, in the coming weeks to, to, to kind of compare it because like I don't I really want to know which parts he's added and which parts are different. Um but yeah, and, and what I will say as well is, um, so he's only ever been created or co-created three shows, obviously this, Lost, and then did you ever see The Leftovers? No, I didn't. 
Yeah, that was his other show on HBO that was prior mm. to this, and it ran for three seasons. And um, it's crazy because the premise is like just like forty four hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like this event, and people get taken, and then they're like, yeah, I do come remember. Back. Yeah, yeah, but like that is I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch that now because like I just remembered how much of a fanboy I am of this guy when he's writing his like balls to the wall sci-fi. I just absolutely adore it. Um, so I'm definitely gonna watch the leftovers yeah. as well. Nice. But like, yeah, this show obviously got well received, especially in the US. Um, I think it was <laughs> on like Sky Atlantic, wasn't it in the UK? Um, yeah, it's difficult like a lot of to get. Stuff. You know, it is it is a bit more difficult to get over here? Like, mm. um, because I don't think it fully landed on a streaming platform yet which it really needs to, to get yeah it definitely does but i think it was sky atlantic yeah i think um, it i think it there. was um it I was definitely on one of those stuff. i think it because i think it was the same one as um westworld i think and i think that was atlantic yeah because that's was, all like, those the things like big HBO, yeah, big little lies yeah Game Thrones, but the problem with sky is once it airs it, mm. it drops off pretty quick um, right because um you know, <laughs> very different show. But when I was watching Walking Dead, I was very conscious that that had like a countdown of how many yeah. days I had it left on my subscription right. <laughs> until it disappeared. And when it disappears, you just don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah, true. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, like the whole, our whole system with Sky is frustrating. Whereas if mm. it gets on a Netflix, you know, you've got it for a much longer chunk of time. Yeah, that's super annoying. Like, mm. I really hope that you can easily get this. Um, yeah, I don't and, think I can. As well, because, like, I would highly mm. recommend it. I genuinely think it's stunning. It's so mm. well made. I, it's, I'm kind of blown away. I only finished it yesterday, and I'm still in awe of the fact that he was able to throw so many ideas in one season of television, knock me off my socks multiple times, but then somehow tie it all together in a satisfying way. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm really in shock. It's, a, it's one of those things past Hill House as well, when you watch it and you go, what an incredible achievement how is this man able to do this in one season and this is the only other time i've ever felt that about one season of television um Decent. so yeah Decent. i think it's absolutely awesome you sold it to me it. yeah for sure um but yeah have you, have you been watching anything recently obviously a lot of tv talk yeah i mean i've just been watching more of that witcher oh yeah um yeah yeah, got into it kind of quite a bit. I can't remember if we spoke about it on air or off air. We but did, kind of yeah. The first, the first couple it. of episodes, I yeah, I wasn't super into. And kind of episode three and four, it was because we kind of jumped around between characters so much. And kind of yeah. we got introduced to like a um, <clears throat> um, the, the female character that the Witcher kind of... Um, the witch that he the witcher was hunting in kind of episode one. I really liked her. And then we moved on from her so quick and kind yeah. of... Um, I was kind of gutted by that. And then episode two jumped into all of these new characters that I didn't super like. And I was like, oh, do I get attached to them again now? Or are they going? And kind of, it started to kind of, you know, we built upon those characters more. And episode, I think it was three, the Witcher fights like this super cool, like monster. Mm. Um, He has to like basically fight this monster to dawn. Um, It's like this cursed kind of princess. And he has to... Um, yeah, fight her until dawn, and she's basically just like this fucked up werewolf like creature thing, and just looked awesome, and it's an awesome fight, and it was kind of like what I really wanted from it, and so yeah, it definitely kind of got better for me. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm um, I mean I'm definitely into it more, and, and you know, gonna gonna knock out the rest of the season pretty soon. Yeah, nice. And then yeah, get on that Watchmen. Nice, yeah, for sure, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. I was going to briefly mention as well, um, for listener feedback, um, of mm. course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at SHBpod, or if you want to send us a longer email, it's uh, superhorrorbrospodcast at gmail.com. Um, I think that's right. I haven't said it in a while. <laughs> yeah, um, sounds right. But yeah, um, I only just saw this before we went on air, but um, mm. thank you so much, for uh, Sean, for getting involved. Uh, I'm glad yeah. to see that you've been enjoying the episodes. He caught up um, on your backlog. 
Yeah, and he's just. I just want to give a shout out to his very, very impressive Blu-rays that he's bought recently, and I'm very mm. jealous of them. Oh my um, god, so jealous! Because yeah, they've already got the Lighthouse, which mm-hmm. like I need, like I yeah. just genuinely need this on my shelf right now. Um, and they already have Parasite as well, yeah. um, which is awesome. And then there's a couple that I think you've got as well, isn't there? I was going to say before we move on to that, he's got the Haunting of Hill House Blu-ray, yes. which he talks a lot about the features and kind of Flanagan's commentary and how yeah. much detail he goes into, and the fact that the, you get the extended episodes as well. Mm. Like, I want that Blu-ray, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to like because I, I I don't know if uh, Sean was even aware of this because I, I probably talked about it a lot, but like I love director's commentaries. Like I yeah. sit down and listen to them all the time. And so, yeah, yeah, that's I why need, he put it in the message. Yeah, I I need to check this out because I, I was yeah. a bit disappointed when we I remember when we first talked about this where he only did four but like mm-hmm. knowing the four that he picked it, it was it was excellent um yeah. they, they are the four that you'd want to hear him yeah. talk about commentary on um, and, um, so yeah, i need to see this for sure yeah yeah and, and he he did he pick up harpoon as well uh no he got or the uh the 80s the, one yeah edge the, of the, the axe. edge of the axe yeah um which i which i got today so this um, is a new Arrow release. Yeah, a new Arrow's release. So, um, yeah, pr- pretty excited to see what that's all about. I think mm. um, I don't really know nothing about this movie. Um, but, it's you know, we've, we've kind of said about Arrow's releases and kind of how they've been, you know, a little bit up and down. And, like, mm. um, this, this one for me was cool because it was something a bit different and I quite liked it. It felt very retro and the, the slipcase is kind of almost no details on the back of it. And... Um, in terms of all like the age rating and kind of um special features and all of that it's just a description of the film and like a couple of pictures it almost feels like a one that you made when you were like at school Mm. (laughs) that sort of thing but you know retro it it was cool so like i'm looking forward to that and then yeah i picked up harpoon as well which hopefully we'll get to watch in the upcoming weeks when we have a free slot Um, yeah new new obviously release uh frat fest never ends yeah (laughs) um and what was the other thing he touched upon i was gonna say um, oh yeah, because he spoke about the grudge. I'm like, my man, you need to be a little bit more harsh on things, because like, <laughs> uh, it didn't sound like you liked it, and then gave it a reasonably high rating. <laughs> so I'm like calling you out right there. Fair like, <laughs> come on, man, you just got you just got to go through with it. That movie yeah. sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was a shame. Um, yeah. I also saw that I like that he picked up the Midsummer director's cut from the UK. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't aware that you couldn't get that in other territories. No, That's I didn't, I didn't know that. the only yeah. ones that we've got on other people. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, can we, do we have Hill House? We do, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure whether we had that. I, I tell you the truth. I would have to check actually. I thought, I think we do. But yeah. knowing the bullshit that I've gone through to try and get Nosferatu on Blu-ray. Um, yeah. I didn't, I don't. didn't think we have yet, but I might be wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, because I definitely, yeah. I, I'm even, I just want to, like, I don't even know if I'm in the mood to necessarily watch that show again. Obviously, I already rewatched it once, but I definitely just would just have that on the background. Yeah, yeah, I just want to hear him talk about that show, for sure. Definitely. Um, definitely. But yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it for this week. Um, we are on a run of cinema releases, looking like. Um, Gotta be so, honest, yeah. bro, I'm not, I'm, I'm nervous after this <laughs> yeah. one yeah i was gonna say and it's like is the turning gonna be any better than the grudge it can't be any worse like surely not if if it's worse like i might quit it's like, got it's got Finn from stranger things the only thing that's keeping me going <laughs> <clears throat> like can a product with someone from stranger things be worse than the grudge i don't know we'll find out next week i mean maybe when ghostbusters comes out we'll see that well, um 
Whoa. He got him. I mean, uh, I'm already thinking of quitting, bro. Don't you start throwing me <laughs> Ghostbusters shade. If you throw me Ghostbusters shade, I have to watch another goddamn movie like this. I'm just going to watch Puppet Master movies in my own time. You should absolutely do that. Um, but yeah. Do, it, do a spin-off show. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, yeah, that was episode 181 where we talked about The Grudge. Uh, thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. And through my veins and travels to my head They said you'll die soon enough anyway Shut up, I can't mainly because I never could How could I start that?